Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Most important thing, we make decisions about winning, about putting the best team on the ice. I think it's it goes beyond communication. It goes to a relationship. Here's drilled him with a right hand, then missed with a wild right. Lands a right to the shoulder. You know, it's up to us to uh, get the fans excited. This is Ryan Eugene Hopkins. This is Oscar Platform. This is Connor McDavid from your Edmonton Oilers. This is Oil Country. And this is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Managed print services to keep your printing costs down? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A. Now, Bob Stopper on the official radio station of your Edmonton Oilers, 630 Shed. Start spreading the news I'm leaving today I want to be part of it New York, New York These vagabond shoes Are longing to stray Town blue. All right, all right, all right. Welcome, everybody. Bob Stoffer joining you from New York City's on the heel of the Edmonton Oilers uh, improving to 4-0 on the season by virtue of a 4-3 shootout victory, which took place last night out at the Prudential Center, the Rock in New Jersey, which is where the Edmonton Oilers are just finishing up a practice as we speak. This is Oilers Now, and we are jam-packed for today's edition of the show. So we will uh, we will get to that momentarily. Uh, Brendan Escott is back in the studio. A lot going on. Just as you open up with Frank Sinatra, you know, it's funny. I mean, the guy was a legend. He's been dead since the late 90s. Um, 
you know, for many of you who are maybe 50-plus, you used to watch those Dean Martin roasts, and Sinatra would be there, and all those Rat Pack guys from the late 60s and the early 70s, and they were incredibly politically incorrect and somewhat insensitive and, frankly, uh, really funny. Uh, so you can kind of get away with it back then. And, of course, Sinatra long linked to uh, connections to Chicago-based mobster Sam Giancana uh, back in the day. And, man, I mean, this guy was, he was the goods in New York. I mean, uh, he was a, a teen heartthrob for uh, a generation and bigger-than-life personality. And I just, on those Dean Martin roasts, the guy that always used to make me howl was Don Rickles. Like, Don Rickles was a funny funny man. I think many of you would remember that. You can chime in in Texas at 6.30, 6.30. This is Oilers Now. It's brought to you by Digitex. Buy or lease your next office network printer from the Digitex.ca e-commerce store, Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office IT and supplies. Coming up on today's edition of Oilers Now, a complete recap of last night's hard-fought Far from a Picasso 4-3 shootout victory over the New Jersey Devils. We'll have some thoughts on that game. We'll hear from uh, Leon Dreisettle and Dave Tippett. Excellent goaltending performance from Miko Koskin. The Oilers are 4-0. and That's right, 4-0 and on the season. 12.35 today, Elliot Friedman from NHL Hockey and Rogers for our friends at the River Cree Resort and Casino. 105 today, every Friday on Oilers Now. Hit a Sportsnet spec mark Spectre for the horses and horse racing Alberta live racing tonight, Sunday. Standard style out at Century Mile. 135 today, former Edmonton Oiler, longtime Rangers television analyst Joe Micheletti. And we're preview of the Eskimos. i got a big football game this weekend. Dave Campbell coming down the pipe around 147-148. I mentioned River Cree. You can reach us on a River Cree Resort and Casino hotline, 780-496-0063. They're bigger and better and now 100% smoke-free on the main casino floor. River Cree Resort and Casino. Excitement. Bet on it. You can text us at 630-630 on the text line which will be renamed on Monday. We're on Twitter at Oilers now. You can tweet me personally, Bob underscore Stoffer. Brendan's back in the studio doing like quadruple duty right now for the uh, Chorus family. You can reach Brendan uh, Escott. Uh, Brendan with two E's, Escott with two T's. Are you, uh, are you getting tired there? I mean, last night we were talking with you during the course of the hockey game. You were helping co-produce that, and you're putting this show together, and the guy you're reading, you're a busy man, Brandon. And you need to be to be valuable to a company, and that's how I look at it. So, yes, very much so, but we're enjoying it. All right, excellent stuff, excellent stuff. So let's get right to it. The Oilers get the win last night in New Jersey. Two are Oilers now, Audio Vault for Direct Work, where we're safety meets savings in Edmonton, Fort McMurray, and online at directworkwear.com. Jack with the call, Oilers with the 4-3 shootout win. Here's Gusev, one-timer, what a save made by Koskinen on Heacher, and then the rebound on Brat. Koskinen with a quick start, two terrific saves, and the Oilers will get a clear. Kleppbaum and a shot blocked, it's going to be two-on-one. Palmieri and Hall back defensively as Karen, and it's a shot upstairs and a goal for Kyle Palmieri. Bear 
here. Muscles up on Miles Wood. Took the puck away. Short pass to Connor McDavid. Devils are the only team against whom he has not scored a goal. Cassian, the nurse. What timer's score in this game is tied. Leon Drysaddle buries the equalizer. Puck stuck in the linesman and Miles Wood looking to capitalize. Right wing to the net. Wrist shot save. Rebound save. Koskinen. Back-to-back denials of Miles Wood. Now it's Jesper Bratt. Top of the right circle against Bear. Dishes. One-timer to score. And that's the first NHL goal. Second, rather, for Nikita Gusev. He'll deliver a give-and-go to Clefbaum. One-timer score. Nugent Hopkins. He is on the board. And it is tied at two. Did he get it? He did. He got it. Wow. That was a bullet from Nugent Hopkins and McDavid. The real deal. James Neal, that's his fifth power play goal of the year. Now Hall down the slot, dishes off. Here's a shot, score! Koskinen was down and out and never could get back into position. It's Clefbaum, one-timer, deflected in front of Blackwood, doesn't know where the puck is. It slammed home, but the whistle went before McDavid scored. Let's go ringside and get the call. The call on the ice is a good goal. The play will now be reviewed. Okay. Wow. 18.54. The call on the ice is a good goal. On further video review, the call on the ice stands. We have a goal. That's unbelievable. Wow. <laughs> that is unbelievable. To win it at the Rock. Dry settle in over the blue line. Between the hatches, shoots and scores. This game is over. Leon Dreisaitl has won it in a shootout. 4-3. Edmonton. Oilers. 4-0. Heading to the world's most famous arena. I'll call a cops here in New Jersey because to me, Miko Koskinen stole this game for the Edmonton Oilers. Yes, indeed. Koskinen, uh, uh, along with Ryan Nugent-Hopkins, maybe the two best players on the ice. Nugent-Hopkins had a two-assist performance, strong two-way game. Um, the Oilers had some tough moments. New Jersey outshot Edmonton, outplayed him in stretches. Taylor Hall, in the third period in, in overtime, was supersonic gin and tonic. He was sub-flying out there. Uh, two breakaways, total postage on the first one. Uh, went for a, a high degree of difficulty. The old between-the-leg job in the second one, and Koskinen got a piece of it. And then uh, Koskinen got the stop in the shootout. But Miko was the order. You know what? See what you want. Uh, the Oilers got the first victory of the year against Vancouver, Mike Smith. I'll play uh, Jacob Markstrom in that game. Uh, uh, Mike Smith, a couple tough uh, puck uh, turnovers that led to goals. But at the end of the day, he made one more save than Jonathan Quick against L.A. Uh, in Long Island, the Oilers were just better than the Islanders. Last night, Edmonton was not better than New Jersey. The Devils probably deserved a better fate. By the way, just as an FYI, there was uh, a little bit of confusion on what turned out ultimately to be the game-tying goal from Connor uh, McDavid. And we'll mention that the league did provide a bit of a explanation afterwards, uh, just saying that Connor McDavid shot completely across the New Jersey goal line as the culmination of a continuous play where the result 
was unaffected by the whistle. This decision was made in accordance with Rule 37.3, which outlines goal situations subject to video uh, reviews such as puck entering the net as a culmination of a continuous play where the result of the play was unaffected to any whistle blown by the referee upon his losing sight of the puck. That's a change in the rule, I think, three years ago. So four or three or three or four years ago, that would not have happened. The goal would not have counted. Don't forget, McDavid won the draw uh, before that as well, after Dreisaitl got waved out of the circle when the orders were on the power play. Oh, yeah, the power play. Third straight game with two power play goals. Dave Tippett's assessment on the orders' victory last night. Uh, you know, I thought I didn't think we played near as well as we played the other night. We looked a little sluggish out there, but I liked the way we hung around, battled. Special teams ended up being difference in the game. Our PK was pretty good, and our, uh, our PP got us a couple big goals. So uh, they can't all be masterpieces, so we'll take the win and move on. Special teams were the difference in last night's game, according to Tippett. They have the ability to win and lose your games, and our PK I've really been happy with because they, they've uh, they put some good work in, and, and our goals against, uh, we're trying to keep that down, and that's a big part of that. So our PK has been pretty solid. Our PP, uh, those big guys will come through for us, so neither another one tonight. So, um, you know, they're, they're things you talk about and work on all the time, and they can be a difference in the game, and tonight they were. Well, when you get the better goaltending and you have the better special teams, you often win in the NHL. This Oilers team has some room to grow here. And uh, we'll get to the lines today because they may reveal the fact that there's 34 goals that could be coming back into the lineup for tomorrow's game against the Rangers. But you got to find different ways to win. Here's Dave Tippett. We've got to find ways to win in this league. That's what it is. I got... That's what we, our players were talking about after the second period. Like, we're not, we don't feel like we got our A game, but that's not an excuse for not winning, right? So let's find a way to win. And replaying, I give Jersey credit. They're a desperate team. They're trying to get their first win of the year. They're playing hard. So I felt like we were kind of disjointed. Just seemed like everybody was a little stuck in the mud. But we said, let's just try to find a way to win a game. And then... Uh, didn't look good we uh you know i was thinking about challenging that that goal but it's hard when you know it's not quite 50 50 and you're going okay you challenge it you take a penalty and then uh you're you basically take a chance to get the goal call back but it's not you're getting a two-minute penalty and now you're under five minutes with a two-minute penalty so we decided to not challenge it and uh, trust our players to find a way to get get it back and we were lucky we did uh, James Neal deflected Ryan Nugent Hopkins' shot. He now has seven goals on the season, which means he's matched his goal total from last year. This has obviously been a wonderful story for the Edmonton Oilers. I, I, clearly, that is a given. Uh, crazy stuff when you think about it. Uh, and he says, does Neal, that he feels reinvigorated. Yeah, well, I think it's just a uh, change of scenery, playing with, uh, playing with some great players, um, kind of just having fun again, playing the game. I think, you know, everyone that's come in here uh, kind of just um, stepped back, and um, everyone has a lot to prove, and we're, uh, we're sticking together. We're becoming a team really quickly and having a lot of fun doing that. So, uh, you know, we want to be a playoff team. we got the guys to do it, and um, we'll continue to get better here. All right, again, we're in our Oilers Now Audio Vault for Direct Workwear, where safety meets savings in Edmonton, Fort McMurray, and online at directworkwear.com. 
Oilers have shown resiliency. Uh, technically, they've trailed at one point all four games this year. Three of the four games, including last night, they've trailed in the third period. And Neil says the Oilers have a resilient group. Well, I think just trying not to be phased by anything that happens in the game, know that we can battle back. Um, so, uh, seeing even keel, I think, uh, um, you know, maybe in the past they, they let things get to him a little bit too much. So, I think it's something we've talked about. You don't want to let things bother you. Um, kind of uh, just let it roll off your back and get back and have another good shift. So, I think we've done that all year. And um, that comes right from uh, right down from our coaching staff right through. So, we got great guys behind the bench uh, helping us out throughout the game. And, um, you know, all our players are buying in. And, and enjoying their enjoying their time, and we're uh, playing good. Well, all three coaches on behind the bench have been NHL head coaches. Uh, Tippett had a lengthy NHL career. Playfair and Galtson had lengthy minor pro careers. Um, Dave's got a, an interesting feel. He's uh, understated but honest with the players, and I, I clearly, hey, I mean, it's 4-0, so everything's gravy when it's 4-0, but According to Leon Dreisaitl, there's a vibe around this team right now. Uh, winning makes everything easier and, and better, um, but you know we're working for it. We're we're playing the right way. We're working hard for our wins, and um, you know it's great to see. It's great to see guys, uh, different guys, uh, contribute and, and make a difference every night. Some other things that happened in last night's game. Ethan Bear played 23-52. This is becoming a real intriguing story. He made a play in the Oilers' first goal where all five players touched the puck, but he beat two guys uh, coming up the middle behind the goal with a quick uh, inside move and then hit McDavid, uh, who led the breakout. The Oilers are using the middle of the ice more. We talked about this a lot if you listen to the show during the preseason. Good teams use the middle of the ice, but you got to have defensemen that can execute that play. Bear, uh, 20, I mean... I don't know about you, Brendan, but I didn't see Ethan Bear playing 24 minutes a game four games into the season. So, and I mean, Clefbaum and Nurse uh, were both around 24, 25 minutes, but they played in the overtime. So Bear actually played more in regulation than either of those two guys. Uh, so Ethan Bear is starting to become a story here, isn't he? The composure that he plays with is remarkable. You just watch the way that he negotiated that play out of his own end that set up that first goal, or second goal, whichever one it was. He looks like he's been in the league quite some time for a kid who is just getting his feet wet, really. Yeah, Oscar Kleppbaum and, and Adam uh, and Ryan Nugent Hopkins both got popped on the same shift, and Jujar uh, Kara went right over. And a nasty cross check, and I mean it was nasty on uh, Miles Wood, and Wood didn't seem that interested in scrapping. Then later in the game, Kyle Palmieri was filled in by Zach Cassian, and uh, that was something that Wayne Simmons didn't uh, particularly uh, particularly enjoy. But the fact of the matter is, Cassian's being productive right now, and Simmons has lost his offensive game, so. Today at practice, we'll tell you that Leon Dreisaitl, maintenance day for him. So Joe Kim Nygaard was up on his line with McDavid and Cassian. Uh, Tomas Yurcho, who for me struggled yesterday uh, with Ryan Nugent Hopkins and James Neal. Riley Shane with Jujar Kara and Josh Archibald and Gaetan Haas with Michael Gr- Marcus Granlin and Alex Chase on. Uh, so Cave and Russell were the extras with Dreisaitl not on the ice. Something might give at some point here theoretically, uh, before tomorrow's game against the New York Rangers. All right, uh, when we come back, we'll tell you it's 12-23 in Edmonton, 2-23 in the uh, New York region. 
Uh, we'll get to NHL today for elite promotional marketing. This is Oilers Now. This is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. You can text us at 630, 630. We open with uh, the legend himself, Frank Sinatra, tied it into uh, those Dean Martin celebrity roasts. Bunch of texts have come in. Bob Foster Brooks always did it for me. Uh, he did the uh, best uh, drunk imitation alive. Well, you know, the other guy that always played, pretended being drunk, uh, Wayne T. mentions this as well. What a hoot uh, back in the day uh, was uh, Foster Brooks. But Dean Martin also played it up quite a bit as well. And uh, KG in Red Deer says, Bob, Don Rickles would get roasted in today's overly sensitive world. Loved him. Yeah, he would. Uh, that's part of comedy, you know. Uh, uh, Bob, I'm 30. I'm still watching Don Rickles roasting Sinatra and Johnny Carson. What's hilarious is uh, is Don Rickles was somewhat offensive during his time. How would he be viewed now? Well, I think we know how he would be viewed now. All right, let's uh, let's get to it. Uh, we got lots of texts on the orders as well. Hey, they're four and it doesn't mean they're a Stanley Cup contender. It means the Oilers are 4-0. I believe the team has a lot more room to grow. I think they'll be helped if they get Chase on and Archibald back in their bottom six. Um, but you can't take 4-0 away from them. I like the fact that they've been resilient and found ways to win. Two NHL Today, four elite promotional marketing, building tailored branded programs for your team or business where your order is done on time Every time. Elite promotional marketing. Here's Brendan Escott. Thanks, Bob. Well, just three games in the NHL tonight. No Canadian action to speak of. Buffalo is hosting Florida. Anaheim visits Columbus and Carolina entertains the Islanders. Last night, Patrick Marlowe scored twice in his return to San Jose. A little poetic there. Uh, Jay Woodcroft's Bakersfield Condors have a win and an overtime loss on the season. Uh, more than a week off between games here, too. So they're on the road on Sunday, taking on the San Jose Barracuda. The Edmonton Oil Kings tied the game in the final minute but ultimately fell to Moose Jaw in overtime last night to finish up that Eastern road swing. Liam Keeler had the tying goal there with Todd Scott pulled for the extra attacker. The Oil Kings now host Calgary at Rogers Place tomorrow. Portland, it's a 4pm puck drop on Sunday. The U of A Golden Bears resume regular season action this weekend. It's at home against the Saskatchewan Huskies, a 7 o'clock puck drop tonight and tomorrow night at the Claire Drake and the Pandas Hockey Dynasty, Bob, from 2001 to 2000 inducted into the Canada West Hall of Fame. They won five national titles and posted a ridiculous 123-game unbeaten streak. Think about that. That spanned more than or nearly 1,500 days. I lived it. I was the SID at the University of Alberta when that was going on with the Panas. So that's uh, awesome news for uh, those group of girls that were are now obviously, well, they were women then too, but for Howie, uh, Howie Draper. Uh, the Edmonton Oil Kings tomorrow against the Calgary Hitmen. I mean, that probably is going to be the Central Division final, I would think. I guess you can't write off Lethbridge yet. Uh, or Medicine Hat with Willie Desjardins back there. But Steve Hamilton coming to town with the hit- Hitmen. They got uh, their captain, uh, Mark Kastelik, back from the Ottawa Center. Senators. He's a 20-year-old, scored close to 50 goals last year. So Edmonton and Calgary tomorrow, then the Portland Winterhawks with uh, Mike Johnson's squad in on Sunday, and the Bears against Saskatchewan. Alberta ranked number one, and Saskatchewan's had a tough start to the year. Off to a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell. When we return for the River Cree Resort and Casino, Elliot Friedman. This is Oilers Now from New York City. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon. On Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.